Supreme Court packing mandatory vaccinations and audit updates around the 2020 election that was stolen by Joe Biden, the usurper. All of this and more coming up after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News, where we continue with your help to break the cycle of fake news. Here we go. There was a time when I had my head in the sand. Then I found out that power players pass lies for truth and truth for lies, especially in areas of life and health. I used to stay quiet, and now I speak up. I red pill my family. I red pill my friends. And I support redpillliving.com. Red Pill Living has real health products that support longevity, vitality, and detoxification against the deep state attacks on your health. It's redpillliving.com. Wake up. Stand up. Speak up. Nemosnewsnetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. Joe Biden is wasting no time. He's going from executive orders to take away your Second Amendment rights to stacking the Supreme Court of the United States. And of course, we know that means every other uh, level of the judicial branch. That means that all of those judges that President Trump inserted into our, uh, our system that are presumably constitutional rule of law judges are now going to be the minority in the extreme, if not just removed. Why even bother to keep them around on the payroll? I mean, they're going to have no effective power. They will be the statistical uh, minority until they are relegated to, you know, handling tickets and, and speeding cases, that kind of thing. It'll be essentially there for show. The left will dominate 80, 90 plus percent of the judicial branch, and that means that we are a target they can do with us what they want because they own us they have the judge the jury and the executioner on their side and look at how they stacked the jury uh, against roger stone and general flynn i mean they outright put leftists who were anti-trumpers on the juries it was insane so continuing from there we also have uh, newsweek comparing QAnon supporters and the movement in general, which is behind zero murders, to ISIS, which has murdered at least 19,000-ish people in just Iraq alone. So this is a major multinational terrorist outfit, and they're comparing it to QAnon because they're afraid of us telling the truth and destroying their fake news narrative. They want to arrest us and destroy our careers and target our income and demonetize us and deplatform us and cancel culture us and ban us from all the big tech everything paypal youtube facebook you name it everything wants to ban us because they're afraid of us speaking things they don't like which is the truth now biden's a cdc director already known for sort of uh, theatrics uh, to put it lightly is officially declaring racism a serious public health threat no joke, this is not The Onion or Babylon Bee or any sort of satirical website or, or news source. This is the Gateway Pundit. This is serious, folks. Um, she already supposedly went off script while clearly reading a script about how uh, concerned she was and doom and gloom about the, the coronavirus trajectory. Now, 
It is uh, a CDC medical tyrannical sort of uh, look into cultural, um, you know, far left radical wish list stuff in the realm of race. They're going to try to shove uh, medical tyranny on us in the name of race. And and I'm not joking about this. There's already hospitals that we're going to get to that in a minute that essentially want to put race first. And for example, Boston, a liberal hospital wants to put whites last. I mean, imagine if three people come in and uh, a brown person has a headache and a white person is dying and the brown person gets seen first because of some sort of of anti-white racist, uh, you know, critical race theory, hate-mongering policy that the hospital wants to set as the norm for the nation. It's insane. It's insane, folks, and it's it's incredibly racist. Uh, It's incredibly... Uh, destructive and it sets people against each other and it's really harmful to so you know cultural cohesion and they're doing this on purpose to set whites against browns or you know uh, man against woman or old against young it's all about divisionism divisionaryism i mean it's divide and conquer now uh continuing we also have mandatory vaccines considered to be legal in the european court of human rights this is crazy and that means that uh, I guess it's somehow moral and ethical and doesn't violate your human rights according to this insane hearing in court that they're going to experiment on you with medical uh, you know procedures that are untested you're going to be beta testing as code monkey put it experimental medical procedures this is not a vaccine as we've understood it in the past they're calling it a vaccine maybe it will be officially uh, considered a vaccine because they're they're probably going to change the definition of what a vaccine is to make history match their version but this is not a vaccine the way that we have come to know them it is an experimental mrna uh, vaccine uh, that changes your dna now continuing from there we also have in arizona the legislature has passed uh, a law against democrats corrupt uh, hr1 which is essentially uh, nationalizing election fraud and institutionalizing election fraud, federalizing our elections under Democrat control, and giving them the forever cheat, the forever steal that will make it so that Republicans will never win another honest election in a contested district ever. And maybe not so contested. What are we going to do if they just come into red counties and install a uh, a Democrat at that point because they have the machines and the the rules have to be changed to make it legal. I mean, it's total mafia. It's total mafia. Now, uh, continuing from there, we also have... Um, oh, and by the way, Arizona had this sort of amazing quote, shut up, sit down, and keep your hands off our elections. I love that. Now, in Georgia, the Secretary of State is in total cover-up mode. Uh, he is fighting to keep the Fulton County ballots hidden from investigators. Uh, he has still not provided chain of custody receipts. Uh, he's still um, not willing to tell the truth. He is covering. His connections to China are disturbing, and he has been caught in multiple lies. So essentially, at this point, this man seems to be a traitor, and I think he's caught, and I think he's trying to avoid going to prison or, or whatever the consequences for treason are in Joe Biden's new America. Spelled with a K. Now, and I used to call it the United States, but I don't feel so, you know, I feel disingenuous calling it the United States. It feels more like the formerly United 
states. We don't feel that united anymore, do we? Most of us are united behind Trump, but there's like one or two that just, you know, they, they would probably want to go another way. Now, attorney Matthew DiPerno releases the Michigan election forensics report. Almost 70,000 unregistered ballots tallied in just nine counties. Okay, the audits are starting to happen, folks, and the audits are returning massive evidence of election fraud of a wide-scale nature. Maybe we'll get lucky, maybe, and I don't have much hope in the Supreme Court, but perhaps we will get a reprieve in the form of a Supreme Court win on these cases after the state attorney generals force it into their uh, domain once again with a lot more evidence in the realm of public opinion. Maybe we'll get a Supreme Court rejection of the 2020 election and they will install President Trump rightly into the position he was supposed to have had when he won. Perhaps, and I'm just kind of, I'm, this is hopium, there's no reason to believe this is going to happen, but perhaps it could happen if enough evidence and, and you know public pressure was, I suppose, brought to bear on the government. If they knew everyone was watching and, and seeing that they were lying, perhaps the Supreme Court would act. And uh, if that were to happen, um, it sure did give everyone a taste of the kind of tyranny that Joe Biden was trying to bring, didn't it? But otherwise, we're just going to see the tyranny roll out, and we're going to get more than we wanted, and we won't want to taste anymore. Uh, it's a good time to order a copy of the Gulag Archipelago by Alexander Solzhenitsyn. Great book of history, great um, understanding of what it was like to live under a communist takeover. And uh, read that book. Read that book a little bit every day until you finish that book. It is, it is vital to understanding what may be coming next. Now, continuing, I mean, as they say, before I continue, history repeats, right? And those who forget history are doomed to repeat it. And I'm going to go through a lot of that in, in the book that I'm coming out with, which really, you know, back to what they were ta talking about, QAnon, comparing it to ISIS, you know, this is going to rebut a lot of the nonsensical uh, bullshit, if you will, around the Q movement attacks against it. Uh, yeah, there's some crazy stuff that have come out of the Internet, and they try to link it to QAnon. Uh, there are some crazy things that the media has just made up about QAnon, like you know interdimensional vampires and that kind of crazy nonsense. Um, but you know they can't debate that, and they never would, because it would fall apart immediately under any amount of scrutiny or pushback. And that is why they have to set up fake Q supporters to come on and apologize to Anderson Cooper about believing he drank baby blood, which nobody essentially has ever said that, as far as I know in the Q movement as an influencer. Q has never said that. We did have some very serious questions about that satanic looking art that hung above his childhood bed. Uh, you know, he come from a very uh, a rich and powerful Vanderbilt family and uh, Gloria Vanderbilt, his mother, was into some very strange, perhaps even pedophilic or satanic art. And the one I'm referencing was sort of a shrine of a burning, beheaded Jesus figure right above the children's bed. No joke. I've shown this many times in the past. Um, but I'm, I'm getting into more of a storytelling. Uh, I'm trying to describe things more because I'm, I'm looking at potentially starting a radio show soon. And, and I need to start uh, trying to describe it better for people on podcast and on radio who may not be watching with us online. Uh, now, continuing from there, we also have China essentially putting out through their 
you know, state media mouthpiece, which that means it comes from and, and it's approved by the CCP. Uh, they essentially said Ireland's military won't stand a chance. This in reference to Taiwan. They seem to be pushing for a, a potential takedown of Taiwan soon to uh, consume it, just the way they did with Hong Kong. They're going to take away Taiwan's independence and they're going to invade. That is the most likely future at this point as I see it. At the same point, um, you know, that would bring us technically into a World War III scenario with China which has allies like Russia, because we have a defense pact with Taiwan. I've warned about this many times. Um, President Trump's government was warning Taiwan to become like a porcupine and become you know, hard to attack. Make it, make it cost them something if they attack you, at least. Um, now, on the other hand, we're also seeing a lot of tension brew around uh, Ukraine and Russia's military is building up right there on the border with all of the things that they need to invade just so happens. Uh, now, I don't know if it's going to happen, but certainly under a Biden, they're a lot less worried of a strong response than under a Trump. On the other hand, remember, during the Q movement, we sort of, we got hints of that 16-year plan to bring us partly, among other things, into a mass death, mass casualty war, East versus West, US versus Russia, but perhaps China as well. And we're already seeing a lot of tension with Iran as well, and they're moving toward nukes. So, you know, we don't want to get into a war with China, North Korea, Russia, and Iran all at once. You know, they all have pretty decent armies, frankly. And uh, the U.S. still has the most powerful military, but most of NATO do not. I think France and the U.K. have decent militaries. I don't think Germany does. I don't think most of the other allies do. We don't want to turn this into World War III, folks. It's so close already, and we're minutes to midnight, so to speak. And this could be the one that goes full nuclear. I mean, there's a reason nuclear superpowers don't generally fight directly. They use proxy wars like we see in Syria and Ukraine, where they use regional powers backed by supposed rebels and, and you know, Civil War-type scenarios where it's really, you know, constantly, almost completely constantly you find US backed you know missiles and, and tanks and all sorts of weaponry and everything else in there um, because we're behind it in some way our military industrial complex thrives on such things but let's get back to the point here we're, we're minutes to midnight from a World War three scenario and I really hope it doesn't go to that uh, you'll know a lot of that by watching the travel plans of the most powerful elite in the world. If they start bunkering down in New Zealand or Australia, it's time to worry. Perhaps it's time to have some sort of a, a bunker of your own. Um, I don't know how to put that in a better way. Something, some sort of a backup plan. And maybe that involves uh, an emergency nuclear uh, filtration system because I think the worst of it passes over I could be wrong on this but if you get hit by a nuke nearby I think the worst of it passes over within a few days when the cloud hits and the wind carries it away the mushroom cloud you know uh, perhaps down here in Florida the beach wind is always gone maybe it'd be a day or, or less I don't know uh, but if you can survive in that time I think that you can actually sorry my phone beeps uh, I think that you can actually come back out and not necessarily just drop dead. I don't know for sure. I'm not an expert on this. I know that 
Taking our Lugol's iodine at redpillliving.com helps to protect your thyroid from absorbing some of the radioactive material. I, that's not why I take it. I'm not worried about a nuke on my regular basis. I take it for thyroid health. I take it for, uh, for uh, brain health. I take it for just general health. But uh, most people are very deficient in iodine. But at the very least, you know, the military passes out the cheap iodine tablets way inferior to our Lugol's iodine formula at redpillliving.com. Uh, and you can use fit, you know, uh, Nemos to get 15% off for newcomers to the website as well. But uh, you know, Lugol's iodine is sort of on the high end and the stuff they give the military is the really cheap uh, iodine tablets or potassium iodide tablets, which is a really cheap way to protect just the most basic absorption. It's not really that effective in terms of health, but it protects the thyroid from absorbing the most uh, deadly forms of radioactive material. You get that in your thyroid, you burn out and you die pretty quickly. So uh, no claims around Lugol's iodine, no claims around iodine in general. I don't want my door kicked in and being Roger Stone for no reason. Uh, but you know that's how we support the show. We have sponsors and Lugol's iodine is the best quality iodine in the world. So check it out. Um, just kind of a, a little plug there because I really, I usually forget. Now Biden's defense secretary who already ordered a military wide stand down is now ordering new immediate actions to weed out extremism in the ranks. But what kind of extremism do they ignore? Things like the critical race theory that they're pushing on everyone in the entire government, including the soldiers at this point. President Trump tried to get rid of this. He made strides to get rid of this. We were on the way to a rational society where patriotism was taught in schools again instead of hating white people and resenting each other based on race and, and judging people based entirely on skin and background instead of actions and character. The complete opposite of judge people by the content of their character instead of the color of their skin, right? So uh, continuing from there, I also want to mention uh, Paul Joseph Watson brought this up on Twitter. I don't know how he still has a Twitter account. Some people just don't get banned. Um, uh, but he does say a lot of really clever things, and one of those is pointing out that this uh, Caribbean volcano eruption that just happened, they're evacuating everybody but the unvaccinated. I mean, that went from, as this person, uh, Taylor Day, says that he's commenting on, essentially from uh, vaccine passports being a conspiracy theory to F you die pretty fast, right? We, we transitioned pretty quick from 15 days to slow the spread to show me the papers, please, or you can't travel or order anything or leave your house, essentially. So um, that's it. I hope you found this to be a value. Uh, you know, please consider sharing this video with others who may not know what the hell is going on or may not know what's coming or you know, maybe just need a different perspective on what is happening right now. Um, I like to think that we present a fact-based you know, historic perspective uh, with a little twist of economics and philosophy and, and, and some of those things in there. And we cover, we're not afraid to go into things that are conspiratorial. I don't care if someone calls me any bad names or anything like that because I'm already in the deep end of censorship. But we cover those things in a, in a grounded and reasonable way. And I think that, you know, that can be a gateway to people who are maybe not 
that awake to things. I don't know. I, you know, maybe people who are just not that awake to things yet find my show to be too much. But I like to think that it's grounded and pretty based in reality and compassionate. So maybe this is a good show to share with people who are uh, curious and open to the truth, at least. Um, and, you know, I'm not going too far down the hopium route, and I'm not going to try to scare you to death. But I'll tell you like it is, and I'll tell you like I think it is, at least. And uh, with that said, if you want to support it, because we are 100% listener-funded, join us at uh, our newsletter, nemosnewsnetwork.com slash news. Uh, Support us or shop with our Patriot sponsors like redpillliving.com. I mentioned that before at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash sponsors. Um, We actually, I think, sold out of Sleepy Joe right now, uh, the most powerful sleep formula that you'll find in the world. It's all as far as all natural goes. I mean, I'm sure that there are tranquilizers and stuff that are maybe stronger. It's funny because Reuters actually called our Sleepy Joe a tranquilizer in the emails. It, it, anyway, a little side joke. They were trying to make fun of it, but I thought that was pretty fun. Um, now, Dark to Light is a cool product that we're going to mention instead since we're out of Sleepy Joe. Dark to Light is it's sort of ostensibly a mental focus nootropic formula. But really, it's a multi-mineral. It also includes zinc, which is really in high demand right now. A lot of people ask, do you have zinc? Well, we do. It's part of our multi-mineral because it absorbs better with the rest of the ingredients like selenium. And why not go ahead and take all the minerals together at once? So it's called dark to light. Some of you may catch the reference. It sort of helps take your your foggy brain from dark to light as well because this multi-mineral complex actually helps the brain to function at its peak um, including you know as I said zinc which is really in high demand right now and also magnesium which like I mentioned with iodine before over 90% of people are deficient in in magnesium and iodine and you can pick both of those up at redpillliving.com so We're going to see you guys on the next one. Uh, I appreciate you sticking with us till the end, and have a great night and the rest of your weekend. Bye.